Yo, Real Do The Kill Podcast, maybe back with another one. Um, subscribe, rate, review, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. I promise I'm not going to ban y'all no more. I'm going to post on YouTube more. I promise. I'm not going to ban y'all no more. And Our Heart Radio. And I appreciate everybody for buying the t-shirts. Uh, and we almost had 25,000 downloads. So please, after this episode, um, download it and everything because this is National Podcast Day. Podcast. Yes, and we have we gonna are we gonna we gonna go by your real name this time, right? Oh, of course, man. Because right. you know you're in front of the camera now. You know, in front of the camera, so Easy Core is officially back. So we have to start it off like that. We all started off another day, another dollar. You know how I grind. It's another episode of the Easy Corner, but it's a special edition, very very special. I get to do it with the real deal with a kill. So instead of being the cameraman, another episode of the Easy Corner. So should we? Start off by yeah, so I, I, I think this is this is a special episode um, because of the person we have on as a guest, and I have you, you know, with the Easy Corner collab. So I want you to properly introduce because you you the you the leader of, of introducing. Uh, you better than me introduce. I still got to figure out my introduction. First of all, man, you already know, man. We live from uh, I like to say the crib. <laughs> we live from the crib. <laughs> So, all right, before, so this we're going to do. So before you're going to go to introduction, we have a new camera person behind the camera. Okay. Nobody, no, it's a fine. Yeah. I mean, bloopers happen. Um, I love it. So that's the great thing about the podcast. Podcast is pre-recorded. It's not live. It's not on air. Anything like that. So I had the opportunity to edit things out. But... When somebody as clumsy as this person does stuff like that, I'm not going to edit it out. And I'm going to tag the person. And I hope that the camera fell in front of the other camera. That way they can see what happened. So, the Johnny Hooks, if y'all know her, shout out to her. The new, the new intern camera person, first day on the job, dropped the camera. So, that's what happened. It's all good. That's what happened. Go ahead. Yeah, that happens though. I mean, it's part of it. But as you was interrupted, easy. You can start off with the um, introduction. Welcome to the crib. Well, welcome to the crib. But my guest, um, you know, I, I describe her as fearless. I describe her. I describe her as um, determined. I describe her in a lot of plethora plethora of ways. You know, great person, great ambassador, great philanthropist. Um, ladies and gentlemen. Her name is Sonya Brown Marshall. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Yeah. She's running for Missouri City Large Position Council One. But despite all that, I'm looking to the camera. She is my mother. She is my mom. My mom, me. So you know this episode is gonna get, you know, we're gonna take a blast from the past. It's gonna be emotional, but we're gonna get to the hard-hitting stuff. It's, it, it's election time. So yeah. you know. Mama, the floor is yours. Well, thank you. <laughs> From my son, my son's friend. I'm most appreciative. I thank you guys so much for letting me jump on y'all's podcast today. Yeah, it's an honor. I appreciate it, especially in honor of National Podcast Day. Right. It was only right. It was only right. It was only right, right? You don't so have to look here. Like a kid, we're gonna get them though. We'll get them. That'll take time. That'll take time. That takes time. 
And before we jump into this, y'all, let's do something super special. Yes, ma'am. We got to shout out some people. You know what well, we, we really really do hurricane eon acted a fool mm-hmm. and cut straight up the north uh bound side of florida i got my family up there in south florida i was so glad to re- receive word from them that they are only getting a lot of rain mm-hmm. so west palm beach is safe miami is safe fort lauderdale hey y'all my people my cousins my uncles aunts i love you guys Stay up out there. I really do appreciate it. I know Akil has some guys out there yeah. in uh, Miami as well. But um, this time, South Florida is just getting a lot of rain. So our people are good. But we definitely want to keep the people lifted up. That's a little bit more north because they're still going through it. And before I move on, I want to dedicate today to a special person over here in the city of Missouri City. I appreciate all of your support. And I want to dedicate my conversation tonight to Teresa Gilliam. I appreciate you, lady. I really do. Yeah, and shout out to everybody that I know in Florida. Um, Theo Dorsey, Cam Wolf, um, my guys out there in Florida. And just put a PSA out there for y'all, too. Y'all will get whooped in fantasy this weekend, but it's okay. We're going to start this up. And before we go on with the topics, I do want to present you with a T-shirt. And... You know, it was, all, it was only right. We had to present right. you. Got, you know, you got that's it. right, that's right. I'm in the thing. Y'all, are, I'm official. I'm official. For the culture. For the culture. <laughs> yes. But you know what I like about this shirt the most? Mm-hmm. A closed mouth. Don't get fed. There you go. So, honestly, honestly when, you, when you think about it, Akil, that can really, Real really, really, really can jump into our first topic. topic. Like, obviously, she's running for council the position large at one closed Yo. mouth don't get fed so you know i'm I'm gonna open the discussion is what made you decide to run for this position yeah. wow e straight off the back <laughs> i like that question yeah. i really do here's the truth of the matter of, of it i knew i was gonna run 15 years ago I, mm. knew that. I, I always knew that i was gonna run for city council i had been approached about running for city council quite a few times but it wasn't the right time then mm. It, it just really was not. I was engulfed in my business. 15 years ago, yeah. You had raising my boys. Yeah. <laughs> 15 years ago. And I was super, super busy. Mm-hmm. And um, this time around, the opportunity came. I'm more than qualified and capable. I've been working inside of the city of Missouri City. Yeah. And um, it's time. I have the skill set. It, it's more than time. It's time for me to get on off of the committees that I've been serving on for the city of Missouri City, step it up a notch, take what I've learned, and pull my city forward. We've got to move to the future. So that's why right. I'm running. And I, knew you, I knew you said uh, 15 years ago, too, because I was actually going to ask, I was thinking about that this whole time of what made you do it, you know, and for you to have this thought 15 years ago, why, what, what was happening 15 years ago to be like, okay, I've been thinking about this. Now, 15 years later, I'm going to run in 2022. Me and Peyton? Right there. <laughs> really? I, I would probably venture to say because 15 years ago, I mean, I'm a business owner. Yeah, so yeah. So let, let's, let's just, that's off the rip. Right. So I, I do run, I run a business. I, I, own a, I own a firm, and I'm proud of my firm. Um, I had that going on. 
I was a, I was a basketball mom at that time. May as well just say I was a traveling AAU for real mom. So I mean, where my boys were, that's where I was. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Anthony was on the Daddy. traveling path. His dad, their dad, mm -hmm. and so it took up a lot of our time. And at that, at during those moments, we we were dedicated to being there for our kids. Mm -hmm. Running for city council and getting on city council. That's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. And so now I have some flexibility. I, I honestly, I, I'm just going to be real about it. I thank God now that I have some time mm -hmm. that I can invest in this and I can um, be free a little bit more to do it. 15 years ago, it just wasn't the right time. Right. Mom first. Exactly. And wife first. Right. Yeah. What do you see that you can change in this city? Because mom, like I said, we, we've been here for a very, very, very long time. There's a lot of ups, there's a lot of downs. We, we've been through it all here in this city. So what is the improvements, knowing that you're the candidate-elect, that you feel that you can make changes for? I can't wait until I'm the candidate-elect. Thank you, son. Speak it into existence. Yes, That's what I'm talking about. Yes, ma'am. Great question. And this is real. And and this is something that, a <laughs> real deal. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that um you guys may not even know or think about because, mm -hmm. of course, age. Yeah. So I bought my first home here in Missouri City when I was 23 years old. And um, I bought my second home here in Missouri City when I was 26 or 27 years old. And now I'm in my third home here in Missouri City. And the reason why I'm putting an emphasis on the word home is because the city of Missouri City was really and truly built upon what they call a bedroom community. Mm -hmm. Meaning... We don't have a whole lot of businesses out here. Right. We right. got a lot of houses out here. Yeah. I mean, there are homes. So what's happening with our society now is as we're moving and changing and honestly how we now live, how we work, how we play, it's different yeah. than from it was when I moved out here 28 years ago. People are now working from home. People are now wanting walkable communities. They're wanting entertainment that's right here close to them. Let me ask y'all a question. Mm -hmm. If I say, come on, let's go do something fun for entertainment, where, where are y'all going? In the city. In what city? Y'all not going over here in Missouri City? Where you going? Nah. You going to Houston. When you said the city, yeah. what's the city? Houston. Inside of Houston. Midtown, Galleria. Midtown, Galleria. Heights, absolutely. You know, we don't have anything like that here. And, and I'm telling you, people want to walk. They, they love it. They love the idea of the meandering around and moving. And people are now more physically fit than ever before. Mm -hmm. The city of Missouri City has a plethora of parks. And I mean, they are gorgeous. Right. Beautiful parks. Yeah. Ain't nobody coming to the city of Missouri City to see our parks. No. And our parks cannot generate income. We have got to find other revenue streams that's going to bring other money inside of this city. So they can help lower our property taxes. Because yeah. our property taxes ain't no joke over here, y'all. They high. Yeah. And on top of um, property taxes being up so high right now, we're looking right now at market values that we have never seen before. Mm -hmm. Ever. So when, your mar when the market value is real high up on your property, and then the taxing authority comes in and they say, well, hey, we've got to set tax rates and, and this and that. But you know what? A long time ago, we had this cute little thing called tax value, market value. Right. And now the tax man has come in and said, uh-uh, we want market value too. Right. So if I can't get 
our tax rates down by bringing in additional income or additional revenue streams into our city, we're going to keep staying at, at tax rates that's going to keep our property taxes high. Everybody's crying. We want more public service. We don't see enough police. Do we have enough fire? Do we have enough this? Everybody just wants, wants, wants. And I don't have right. a problem with that. But because I have business savvy that stands up and backs behind me, I understand the math. Yeah. I also understand marketing. I also understand that if we don't get up and go out here and solicit some different types of businesses to come in here and sit inside of our city to help reduce our property tax, we're in trouble. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are no longer a bedroom community. We are open for business. Yeah, and it's crazy looking at different parts of uh, Missouri City. Cause I guess it led to my next question. Uh -huh. Well, the first question I want to ask was, Council at Large Position 1, mm -hmm. what role, what, is that what kind of role does that come with? Because a lot of people don't know that position. So what is the role for Council at Large? I'm so glad you asked. That's an excellent question. <clears throat> of course, I could tell you what the charter says that that role is. I could tell you what the definition and all that stuff is, but I'm going to break it down to you very simply. Mm -hmm. Missouri City has uh, four districts inside of our city. We have districts A, B, C, and D. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we have four council members that one council member takes care of district A, mm -hmm. one council member takes care of B, one C, and one D. Okay. We have two at-large seats. Mm -hmm. At large position one, that's who I'm running, that's what I'm running for, and okay. we have at large position two. So while these four council members only are responsible for their one district, okay. the two at-large seats, we're over all of the districts. So and not over them. I don't want to say that. But we right. make decisions on behalf of the entire landscape of the city. And then, of course, we have the mayor's seat. Right. And the mayor is, is, is at the helm of the city. Yeah. So make no, make no doubt about it. When I get on city council and i'm sitting up there i'm making decisions for everybody the entire city of missouri the entire city. city of missouri city so i guess that led policy right so i guess that led to my question because growing up in crow green west yeah like 14 years seeing 2234 this side because when you cross the railroad tracks you're going towards parallel you've seen that other side 2034 at least the parallel land mm -hmm. and you see how it's all cleaned up nice and everything mm -hmm. when you come back down to missouri city mm -hmm. yeah. You see the Dollar Generals. Mm -hmm. You used to have a Kroger. Mm -hmm. You don't got that no more. Mm -hmm. You see that area by Riller Ridge and everything is like kind of getting ran down a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, what changes can we see with that area? Because I always say like I'm never gonna. I don't think we ever gonna see that area 2234 like how we see it's parallel or how I grew up. Cinema Six, a lot of things that was taken away from us. You know, we don't really got. We got city trends. We got, I, I got you. I hear you. You don't have the Kroger. You know, I'm 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 gonna speak on it, and this is this a lot of barbershops too. A lot of barbershops, a <laughs> lot of nail salons, got a lot of fried chicken, liquor stores, liquor stores. You got about seven gas stations yeah. and another one. So the money's not obviously put into it. So let's talk about that, okay? Um, this particular year, um, for over the last year, um, I'm appreciative of uh, City Councilman Jeff Bonney and Mayor Robin Alicat. They are two current sitting uh, council people. And they both have always wanted to do something with FM 2234. Okay. Every politician that runs, they always say, I'm gonna do something with FM 2234. I'm gonna do something with it, I'm gonna do something with it. Okay, nothing was happening. So this, this, this last year, 
they stood up and put their money where the mouth was. Okay. And they um, set aside $2.5 million for the re, um, redevelopment and investment for improvements on yep. FM 2234. We do see HCC. Ooh, HCC, thank you for coming in. I'm gonna tell you a story about HCC too mm -hmm. here in just a minute. But with that $2.5 million, what we were able to do was make some um, incentive plans to try to bring in some new restaurants, new sit-down restaurants. And I, I missed a part because they also placed me on a committee called the Texas Parkway Cartwright Corridor Committee. Mm -hmm. And what we did inside of our committee is we decided how we were going to have that $2.5 million spent on improvements towards uh, the towards the FM2234 corridor. Right. So part of the deal is we did come in and we did some landscaping that was $200,000. Mm. I'm dispelling the myth. Somebody's out there putting out that Missouri City spent $2.5 million on landscaping. <laughs> That's not true. Well, about $200,000 on some landscaping improvements um, along all of the islands that run uh, down that way. Hey, shout out to my uh, Texas Parkway Corridor committee members. You guys did fantastic work. From there, we also set up uh, a deal for facade improvements where current businesses that are on the corridor, they could come and they could apply mm -hmm. for um, monies to go towards them fixing up their businesses. Yeah. Now, they did have to meet some type of criteria um, in order for them to get that, but those were the efforts that came out this time around that we're working on. But your question was, how do I feel about 2234, what's going on with it? What can I do? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. Don't get mad at me, y'all. But we got to educate our people, yeah. first and foremost. We got to do that. We got to elevate people. We got to get people understanding that it's okay to have new and diverse types of developments to come in. Yeah. Because people change. Things change. It's just the nature of the system. We've got to get away from the point of we think that everything is supposed to be free yeah. or cheap. Because when we do that, we lessen the value. the value. We lessen our value. That's just my opinion. Nobody has to agree with me on that, but that's my opinion. I can bring it all the way from Hunter's Glen 1 and 2. And this is real talk. I'm probably going to get smacked for this one. But I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I will not allow one developer to come inside of this city and write a set of deed restrictions for any community that's going to strap hold them and turn them into a gentrification period. And let me tell you what I mean by that, because everybody has something to say about what I do for a living. A homeowners association can be powerful, but it's powerful backed by the people who serve on those boards and make them run. When a developer comes in and they set up a homeowners association but they write crazy stuff inside of the deed restrictions that say the max amount of money that you can ever go up is a hundred and eight dollars per year now mind y'all hunters Glen one and two was built in the early 80s we'll yeah, say 80s yeah early 80s so how does that subdivision right now from 80 to 2022, 30, by, by, like 30s or... Okay, so somebody do me a favor when y'all get a chance, not y'all, mm -hmm. but we'll, we'll just do CPI right now on $108, let's say from 1987. And tonight, today is 2022. 
they are still paying $108 annually for their HOA dues. And people want to sit back and laugh at them because they don't have all of the nicer amenities or the fancy flowers up on FM 2234 or the fancy brick walls that go around their subdivision. So yeah. developers, I'm telling you now, please don't come to me as a city councilman asking me to let you write in things that are going to hurt subdivisions long time, long term down the line. Yeah. That's a detriment. That's a no-no. Yeah. And when that happens, that same type of agitation that that developer has done to that subdivision, now it's very hard for the people that live in there to understand the only way that we can bring you up, we got to have money to do it. Yeah. They don't want to go up. They just want to keep paying $108 a year for their HOA dues, but they want more. We can't, we can't give you more if there's not any money. Right. And so when you start seeing one area of, a, of one area of town start to decline, it's systemic. So I took it from Hunters Land 1 and 2. That whole is just if you look at it all the way across. Yeah. And it's everybody's mentality that somebody was supposed to stay and take care of them. And that's true. But when developers come in and they do things like that, it's it's hurtful. Yeah. Let's move across the street and talk about HCC. Right. And I'm going to let y'all, because I'm just talking. talking oh, no, no, no. This is you. You're supposed to. Yeah. So I'm also a planning and zoning commissioner for the city of Missouri City. I've been doing that for the last 18 years. I'm also the chair of that committee. Okay. Well, many years ago, when I first got on that committee, um, not when I first got on, it's been some years back, um, right on that land where Houston Community College sits, y'all you, know there there was nothing there, it was just land. That's yeah, it was, it was just land, I remember. And we had a developer come before my governing body, and he presented a case, and he wanted to put a gas station there. Hmm. And I said, um... I was, I was one of the few on that night, and on that particular commission that I'm on, there are nine commissioners. And I'm going to say this, too. At that time, I believe I may have been, for certain, I was the only female on the commission. And I, I'm not sure if I was still the only African-American or not. But for a long time, I was the only female and the only African-American on that commission. Mm -hmm. And shout out to my peers right there, too, for entrusting that in me. I have led y'all for a long time, at least 10 years now as chair. Mm -hmm. But prior to this, before HCC came on, I was not, a, I was not the chair, nor was I even vice chair. Um, I was just a commissioner. Mm -hmm. And I told that man on that night, I said, no, I, I'm going to decline. I'm not voting for your project. Well, all of my other commissioners were very upset with me because they were like, well, you need to vote for this project. No, 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 no. I'm no one's puppet. This is yep. my vote. I'm going to vote how I see fit. And for me, I saw better for that piece of land than a gas station that was going to go there. I had no political ties. I, I wasn't involved with anybody. I didn't know anything. The next day, I went to work. The owner of the land called me on the phone. Now, how he got my number, who knows? Miss Brown, I'd like to talk to you. I said, yes, sir. Do you mm -hmm. know who this is? Well, no, I don't know who this is. Well, this is Dr. I think his name was Dr. Fredericks. He says, I'm old now, and I'd like to see that land develop and sold into something before I die. Oh, I said, wow. well, sir, I understand that. And I say, I get it, and, and, and it should be, but I just really would like to see you go back to the table and bring something that's more viable for that, for that lot over there. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Miss Brown, you're trying to be a... Um, what did he call it? It's, um, he said that you're trying to be a pioneer. 
And I said, no, sir, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're a pioneer, and I'm here to tell you, pioneers get killed. I said, all right, sir, you have a great day. Oh, wow. Hung up the phone. I got on my got on my computer, and I sent an email to every city council person there was. I probably should have gotten in trouble about doing it, but I literally begged them to vote that project down because I could see a different vision, something better for the city of Missouri City. Right. Lo and behold, thank goodness, some kind of way the project did not go forward with that gas station and sitting right here now on that land is HCC. Wow. And that's where it should have been anyway. Yeah, that was a complete game changer. I know at, at one point um, before we was born, obviously, at the time, my parents was here in the 80s, Brigade, that whole really Ridge was the school. Yes. That was the premier school. Yes. When, at that time, Brigade, Hunters Glen, all that was nice. Oh, yeah. So, you probably already answered already, but I just want to ask it still, like, what happened between the 80s mm -hmm. and then the 90s and then 2000s? Then now, like, what, what was the game changer for us to be like, okay, why is it dwindling down? It's, it's exactly what I talked to you about earlier, about the... I've, somebody has to get on city council that has a forward-thinking approach. You got to be thinking about these subdivisions of what what is this going to look like 30 years from now, 40 years from now. Yeah. We got to put policy in place where this stuff does not fall down. Yeah. And, and that's just that's just the bottom line. And honestly, Missouri City grew at such a, a at such a rate that I don't think they th saw this. Right. It was just all land. And so all of a sudden, you know, and thank goodness for our four persons that were that served on city council first, because they are the ones that put in place all of the ordinances and things that we have now, but which is great. And we have other developers that are streamlining more towards our end, you know, over here on off of six, if you will. And they're following those ordinances. And so we see it starting to look different. Well, when you it's called it's just growth it's it's how people start to live play and yeah. do things differently you know back then in the 80s and stuff when those homes were built over on 2234 those people were younger yeah and and so as they as their children grew they started to move away and so now they you know that part of town is a little bit a little bit older yeah. than the more vibrant right. over this way so if that's the case, and if that's our category of age category that that's living over there, why don't we have things in place that are matching our current citizenry right. that's over there? Exactly, and it it kind of goes towards like so it's it's crazy because I had I always had these questions about Missouri City, um, like especially with schools, oh boy. like with high schools, um, like we talked about the Rilla Ridge earlier, how that was the premier school. I'm not familiar with Katie. Um, so when I think of Kate, I think of this one school, Katie High School. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's other schools there built are, out there. Yeah, a lot, a lot, but like, like are there any, well, I'm going to say any, but there might be some next to Katie High School. But I always felt that growing up, my family went to Rilla Ridge, my, my siblings went to Rilla Ridge. And I always felt like the game changed when Marshall was built. Yeah. And I always said. I'll take it back. I really think when High Town was built. Because they were taking some of that Rilla Ridge talent too. Yeah. And then when they, when they especially okay. built the Marshall. I feel like that's when the game changer was. I'm, and I'm talking from a, a sports perspective. Sure, sure. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about all these schools that's being built. Now you got Sienna. You got you have Elkins, but then you had Ridgepoint after. And now they're building a Crawford High School, which I appreciate because the black lady I found out that's building that school, and she wants at Crawford 
kids that has a great GPA. And, and exactly. So I like that. That's not, that's not a problem. But how do you feel just like with all these schools being built, like one, like a stack on top of each other in the same area? Let's let's be honest about it, y'all. Let's let's be honest and real about it. Um, most of the time, the way development moves, mm-hmm. and, and it's and, and and I'm telling y'all, real estate and development is one of the most interesting and intricate uh, pieces of business that that happens. Yeah. And we just talked about the city of Missouri City being built upon a bedroom community. Mm-hmm. So the more rooftops we continue to sit inside of the city of Missouri City, that drives the potential for the need of more schools. Yeah. Um, that's one thing. Let me, get, let, me, let me hit you with another statistic. Mm-hmm. This, this is the truth when you brought up schools. Fort Bend County, I'm talking about, that's all of Missouri City, Sugar Land and everything, everything that we got. Yeah. Fort Bend County is the number one fastest growing county in America. I believe it. I never do that. You know, I believe it. In America, it's the fastest growing county. Fort Bend County, and I don't, I, re, I forgot what what number it is, is the wealthiest county. It's one of the wealthiest county. I'm talking about in top one through ten. Okay, so if we are one of the wealthiest counties in America. Wow. Forty-seven percent of the schools and our forty-seven percent of the kids in our schools are. They live below uh, poverty. Uh, poverty. I said poverty. Mm. Poverty. Forty-seven percent. Forty-seven percent. So please yeah, look at your face. You, you, even you're trying to figure out that mathematics. Mom, did you just sit here and tell me that we're the number one fastest growing? Yes. And did I just tell you that somewhere between number one and ten, and I honestly think it's number seven, we're the wealthiest county, and Missouri City is very high up on the population. But mom, did you just sit here and tell me that forty-seven percent of the kids that go to our schools live beyond, live below the poverty line? Yeah, that's what I just got through telling you. However, schools on top of schools, you're right. But a vast majority of the wealth in that's in Fort Bend County, mm-hmm. those kids go to private schools. Right. And that's just the truth of the matter. Wow. Here's the deal: if we don't get our schools right. And if we don't sit the right type of housing in here, we need more housing. We need different types of housing, affordable housing. We need that too. We, we even need that right here in Missouri City. We really do. Yeah. Because if we don't do that, that's not going to bring in more kids. And, and then they're going to keep having to do this redividing the lines. Yeah. So the kids have to go switch and go to different schools and all of this kind of stuff. Um, we age out. Yeah. Look at y'all. Y'all were, y'all were kids when y'all were all hanging out at on Turtle Creek. Yeah. And then the rest of y'all time growing up right here, back here with us here at uh, in Lake Olympia. Y'all were right. kids. Y'all are now 30 years old. Yeah. So get, and get, and you you told me yourself, Mom, I don't even live here anymore. Yeah. Y'all, y'all grow up and move away. But if we don't keep our houses up or reinventing new houses, bringing in new types of housing... Um, we're not going to be able to fill these schools up yeah. if they're sitting on top of each other. And all the other smart kids, they're there in uh Yeah, because like I, I, I was telling somebody the other day, it don't make no sense that, yeah. you know, Elkins, Ridgepoint, and Hightown is almost all a 10-minute radius from each other. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But do the math, mm-hmm. if we got 77,000 
citizens in our city, just in Missouri City, mm -hmm. we have about 77,000 people. And the city is about 66, 67 years old now. I think that's the age. It's in the 60s. Mm -hmm. um, how big is Missouri City? Yeah. If I go stand in the middle of, if I stand at City Hall, no, I don't even want to do City Hall. Do you understand that between here, City Hall, it's about eight miles between City Hall and Pearland, right. and between City Hall and going, say, out towards, you know, Manville Way or Fresno, well, past right. Fresno. Like Rochelle, yep. yep. So I'm saying that to tell you that the city of Missouri City really isn't a large city. We're not talking about a we're not talking about twenty miles. Yeah. But we got seventy seven thousand people here. Yeah. Right. We need the schools. You do. And then you see Siena too, they separate themselves and not being part of Missouri City no more. They name themselves as Siena, Texas. I just found that out. Yeah. You know, when you look it up on the address, it's like Siena, Texas. Yeah. So it's like they divide themselves. Like, hey, we're not part of Missouri City, y'all. Like, well, they really are not. Yeah. They really are not. Speaking from just from what I know, um, Johnson Development, when they decided to do that there out there at Siena, I mean, and I like it. Siena is absolutely beautiful. And what a lot of people don't know about Siena, Siena is 25 years old. Mm. From the moment I make, if I'm going up Highway 6 and I turn... Right. right to go into Siena. Everything from right there, when I turn right all the way down to that big bridge that starts to go over, mm -hmm. oh, that's 25 years old. Yeah. But it's stunning. And it's still it's growing. beautiful. Oh, they got a long way to go. Oh, yeah. By the time Siena is done, there'll be over 30,000 houses out there. More rooftops. Now, here's the deal. This is why they are not part of Missouri City. They are in what we call the city's ETJ or the extraterrestrial jurisdiction. Okay. The city of Missouri City really doesn't want to annex them as of yet until all of their debt is taken care of. Okay. So when you're talking about all the streets that have to go in, sewer lines, your plumbing, all your infrastructure, everything that it takes in order to run that big subdivision, well, if the city annexes them right away, then that becomes our debt. But until all their debt is taken care of, all their infrastructure and all that stuff is over with and all the debt is paid off, maybe, maybe the city of Missouri City will take a look at annexing them. But by the time they might be so big and strong, they may stay Siena, Texas. Yeah. I like that you peaked that game because that's yeah. probably the route they're headed, but we'll see. Yeah, I just seen that last month and that was crazy to me. I was like, wow. Like, because I do Siena, every time I drive into Siena, I'm like, it's its own city. Like from the front of Siena to the back of Siena, yeah. it's 20 minutes without traffic. Without traffic, that's correct. And I mean, they're getting ready to get a, a filibuster to come around there because uh, yeah. the Fort Being Told is getting ready, has already kind of started wrapping around them. And now the Fort Being Told is going to wrap them all the way out and it's going to meet them at Highway 59. So these people are going to be running like mad. I'll be scared to live in Siena. And I, I, I mean, I'm still at the point that I still go out at times. I'll be, I'll be scared, scared for like one of the nights if I live in Siena and I have to drive yeah. through Siena. Yeah. I will be like, yo, I'm very nervous. I might need to call an Uber. I got you. Like, got that you. is crazy. And then, speaking of, I kind of want to go to this part of it is um, the policing aspect. Me personally, I haven't really seen any like crazy cops in Missouri City. Um, but like, what's the one thing that people always message you about or call you or text you about? It's like, hey, I want to see this, this, and this change. What's that one thing? 
Yeah, as far as policing is concerned. So policing or anything else in Missouri City. Because I, I, I brought up the policing part because I don't know anybody else's experience with it, but I haven't really seen, like, cops out, out in Missouri City, like, really just... I've seen they got the department on 2034, mm-hmm. but overall, I haven't really experienced, like, you know, nothing bad when it comes to the policing part. You know what? I, um, I, I can't really speak on anything bad bad that I've seen about our about our police departments at all, about our police department or any of the police that I've run across the side of the city. I want to give them a shout out because I remember when my boys were 16 and they tried to throw a party over at the woods clubhouse. No, 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 we, we were, we were. How old were y'all? No, that, we were in the freshman year. Of college. college. Yeah, y'all yeah, were yeah. 18. Pay, Peyton was going, right. no, 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 that's when Peyton was going to. Concordia. Concordia. That was that was his going okay, away Okay. I couldn't remember the age, so pardon me. I'm yeah, sorry. Was that it? Yeah, I think you were, but we'll, we'll, we'll okay. get to it. You know, it's so cool because um some kind of way they went inside the clubhouse. Uh-huh. And as they and they had permission to be there. Right. But as African American young men, they set the alarm off and the police immediately came. Yep. But the police didn't mistreat my boys. But also my boys were equipped to understand how to pay attention to that, follow the commands of the officer, this, that, and all of these things. Right, right, right. And um, thank goodness um, somebody spoke up and said, hey, my mom, you know, Sonny Brown Marshall is affiliated or whatever. So they made a couple of phone calls and we verified that and they let our boys go. So we we haven't had, you know, as far as personal problems, you know, with the police. And I haven't really heard anybody else say that they've had a personal problem with police. You always see stuff on the internet but I do want to um, send another special shout out to Officer Sepulveda, who was recently shot in the line of duty mm. out here in the city of Missouri City. She's she's doing great. She's recovering. Oh. And um, she's a soldier. And um, sister, I appreciate you because, I mean, um, that was just that was just an unfortunate thing from what I understand. And this is recently. So wow. this, this 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 just happened. So this is fresh. Um, she was uh, working night shift. And from what I understand, I believe it may have been a stolen vehicle. Missouri City saw it, saw it. They gave chase, but the whole deal ended up ending right there on the edge of uh, in Houston, which is y- y'all know Houston is right here at us. Right. And um, when they got out to give chase, um, the man shot her. He shot oh. her in her face. And, wow. Um, you know, it is what it is. Cowards, uh, but he was apprehended, and um, Officer Sepulveda, she'll she'll survive. She'll need some yeah. therapy, but she'll survive. She will. Speaking of that too, what is, what's your thoughts about not even just Missouri City, but like just the violence and crime overall in the city of Houston? Because I think they're always said just the last couple of years since COVID hit, mm-hmm. people has been moving to Texas, to Texas, especially Houston, and we literally seen like a complete 180 of the crime, yeah. and it's like every day my citizen that go off, a man got shot, yeah. somebody walking around machete down the street, yeah. this, that, and the third, it's just all crazy stuff. Yeah. So like, what is your thoughts on like, just the crime and what you're seeing in Houston? Like, what you think is like the factors of why crime has gone so so crazy? Man, that's that's a deep question. It really is. I think, um, I, I don't know what it really is, but I, but I have a theory. Some friends of mine, when we sit and we talk, this is this is the one thing that we talk about all the time. Our society right now is here now. It's fast. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. 
even you kids, y'all make money now faster and earlier at earlier ages than we did. Yeah. And I mean that. That's real. Yeah. And and everything right now is it's in your face. It's social media. And it's all braggadocious. And people just want what they want. Mm -hmm. On top of now with more increased fantasy drugs, if you will. People getting hooked on things that, you know, that we just really didn't have access to a long time ago. And then, I mean, a a lot of times we got people that are... They're, they're glorifying some of this stuff. Yeah. And so I think a lot of the crime that we're seeing, some of it is fueled by drug addictions that are happening from um, a place of it's fun, it's hip, this is cool, this is what right. we're doing. And, and I'm talking about your hypnotic stuff, you know, not, not, I'm not talking about crack cocaine. Not no, we're talking about something crazy. Yeah, there. crazy stuff. Fentanyl. Fentanyl, yes. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. Where do you get that from? Right. right. <laughs> and, kids are having them. Yes. It's no Gen Z's. So you have that part. You something else. So you have that oh, part of the. And, and hey, y'all, this is real talk. This yeah. is the culture. It's, it's real. It's, it's crazy. So you have that, that I believe part of that is fueling a lot of the crime. And then again, everything is so polarized, it's right in your face. So those that don't have it, I want it and right. I want it right now. And yeah. that's that's my opinion. I, I just want to touch on like how important is the vote? Because I know that I know that that's that's something that we're stressing, you know. You know, especially to the younger the younger generation, the young kids that have the ability to change because I think, you know, when we were at the gathering a couple of weeks ago, you know, you just say like your local can help more than like the national That's the national right. team. So, just, right. so I just want you to just kind of just chime in on just like how important like these votes count like in every aspect, not just your position, but in every aspect. Oh, that's a deep question. I, that's so good. It's a really good question too. Let me tell you something. Voting is your number one right, you know, as society, it, it, it just living here in a peaceful society. If you don't vote, don't complain. Just don't. And not only for my position, like what you said, son, but let me tell you how critical voting is right now. And I'm not, vote for whoever you want because my race is nonpartisan, meaning it, it's not Democrat, it's not Republican, it's nonpartisan. It's not independent, none of that stuff. Yeah. But when I, I'm encouraging everybody, go in that booth this year. Please go in that booth. It is critical that you go in there. We have some things that are happening right now, even at our top, at the top plethora of the government. Right now, we got three men that sit in our highest form of ranking Texas government that are making decisions about female reproduction rights. Yep. Somebody better go sit them down because, and just have a conversation with them. I'm not saying don't vote for them, but you have got to be careful with who, who is in there. I don't want something to happen to some young lady and it's a situation where it's rape or if it's a situation where it's incest involved. And basically y'all, you three-headed men that are sitting up here at the highest form of of our government, y'all forced rules on us by making our state representatives have to come back in because you knew you had the controlling vote and y'all changed all these rules that can do damage to our children. So you want to talk about the importance of voting? We, I'm a woman, so I'm speaking on women's health issues right now. Yep. That's that's real right there. 
Yeah. All the way down. This year, when y'all get inside those booths, the ballot is going to be long. And bless y'all's hearts in Harris County, because the ballot going to be so long, y'all going to get tired. Yeah. Yeah. In Fort Bend County and in Harris County, vote down that ballot. You go from the top all the way down to the bottom. If you hit one of the races and you don't know any of the candidates, skip that one, go to the next one. You keep going. And then at the end, once you get through voting for everybody that you were absolutely sure on, then go back up to the spaces that you did not check and then vote. This year is going to be one of the most critical years ever because yeah. I'm talking about the highest form of government. They also changed laws and rules on us this year where a long time ago, not a long time ago, but last voting time, we could walk into the uh, booth and just say, Democrat. You could push just a D and it would vote for everybody that was Democratic. Yeah. Or you could push just a R and it would vote for everyone that was a Republican. You didn't even have to know them. Nope. This year, no. A, B, C, or D. You better know it. Yeah. You, you better understand, do you want a Democrat in there or do you want a Republican in there? And if you don't know your candidates, get to know them. Do your research. Do your research. But it is critical. It is critical now more so than ever because voting is not just about big politics anymore or the the old white boy theory. I'm sorry for saying that, but it's the truth. It's affects lives. It affects lives. Yes, it affects lives. This is serious. So voting is critical. Yeah. It's, it's the number one thing we all got to do. Yeah, I think it, it, everybody opened their eyes. In our age range, especially when twenty six when uh, twenty sixteen happened, yeah. that's when we was like, ah, oh, we ain't gonna vote. And then all of a sudden, we seen who was in office as president. And it's like, oh shoot, all right, this is real. But then twenty twenty hit, and we see what happened with that. And you know, especially in Texas, what's going on right now with um, Abbott and everything. Like it's when you said most critical, it definitely is because, like you said, a lot of things are happening in front of our eyes, and a lot of people really don't know it. And this is the most important election, you know, especially my, I mean, living here in Texas, I mean, my lifetime, because a lot, because we, if he wins that again, another four years of that, you never know what can happen in the next four years in the state of Texas. We don't know what's going to happen, but do our research, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do our research. And again, I, you know, my race is nonpartisan, so I'm. I'm not here to speak for Democratic Party or the Republican Party. I encourage everybody, hey, vote for whomever you like. It, yeah. That, that's, I'm not a problem here on that. All I'm saying is do your research. Yeah. And I, I do, I do want to kind of switch it up a little bit. Yeah, I was about to do that. Yeah, because I, 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 have, I have this one question. So as long as I've known Easy for 13 years. Okay. I never knew the story of like why he calls you mom and you son, but I knew you knew Peyton because I knew him around the same time. But I never knew I never knew the story. I promise I do not know the story, so I don't know the background behind the backstory. Please do not knock nothing down because it's like since how long? How old? Like so, two thousand nine. Mark two thousand nine. What happened? What happened? Great question. Because people are going to look at this and be like, Mom, you don't look like light skin. Yes, <laughs> he said, yes, we do. We're both beautiful. You know what I mean? We're both beautiful. <laughs> they, they were like, I'm done. And he said, you're an 
Because they're going to be like, all right, so we always say, you know, I might call you mom. And like, hey, mom, what's, how's it going? You know, but like, he, like. I love it. So real talk. Okay. You want, you want to tell? I, I, I can tell you. I just want the detail story. Okay, well, the detail story, okay, I, I'm going to tell you what happened. Um, me, I play for a T AAU team called Mo City Ballers. I think everybody knows that yep. team. Shout out Coach Danny. He's still running that organization 20 mm -hmm. years strong. Um, I was looking for teammates. <laughs> Peyton, I, Peyton, my brother, you know, I actually asked him to be on my team. So mm -hmm. I asked him to be on my, 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 my Missouri City basketball team in, in class. I was like, man, I said, I need to find some teammates. So Peyton was one of the guys. I said, hey, Peyton, we got a game at the gym. And they didn't like each other. Yeah, you know, no, it's not we didn't like each other. We just weren't the best of friends. I just always re I respected Peyton's game. I just never thought he was better than me. But, 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 but that's here on air. But like, I was like, all right, man. And then all of a sudden, you know, he, he comes to play. But it's funny because he always tells me, he wasn't really supposed to come and play that weekend, but I don't know what happened. He ended up coming to play it anyway. And then um, it was just a weekend. It was it was just a good weekend. It was me, him, and my my friend Andre Mitchell. Shout out Dre. Me, him, and Andre Mitchell. And then it just kind of just literally literally clicked from there. But my mom, biological mom, well, she my, was my, my mom, she was working overseas for a company called KBR at the time in in in, in Kuwait. My brother and sister had already been in college at University of Oklahoma, so initially I would have been home by myself. Oh, but but uh, at 16, I was actually home by myself for like three months. I was at, I was at home for by myself, and then one day I get a story that Peyton, my brother, he asked um, my mom right here, "Hey, um, the African boy needs somewhere to stay because okay, he stay with us." He didn't act it like that. He didn't say it like so, that. Yeah, yeah, but, but let he me take the story go ahead, from go here. Go ahead, go ahead, that this is this is all true. And, okay. And um, what were you gonna say? Cause I was gonna say I was gonna tell him to pause right there because when Peyton when he comes to you and say hey this guy wants to stay with us what is your reaction? So what was the first thing you said though? What was it? Remember. Talking about that crazy boy who was cussing out everybody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the yeah. first time they saw me play, oh, I was cussing up. He was up cussing a... so bad. But, but I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What?" And it went like this. Hey, mom, can Easy spend the night? But everybody spent the night at our house, so it was no big deal. Everybody was there. The whole AAU team, the yeah. everybody on the team would always stay. Yeah, yeah. Easy can stay, no problem. So Easy stays. Two weeks later, Easy's still there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. So then I'm like, hey, what's, you know, Peyton, what's going on? Uh, Ma, yeah, I need to talk to you. <laughs> okay. So Peyton kind of gives me this background or whatever. But by this time, Easy is so quiet in the house until half the time I would forget he would be there. Right. I mean, he wouldn't hardly eat. He would come down. He was just very self-sufficient. He just didn't, he acted like he didn't really want to bother anybody if you will and yeah. so i was like well let me let me find out let me find out about his story let me let me see what's going on with this kid and the, because you know he was there for a while and i was thinking to myself oh lord he cusses a lot but he wasn't a bad kid he yeah. just cussed a lot and you still cuss a lot but <laughs> so i said easy you know tell me your story what's going on so he shared the story with me and that he did have some family members and some of the mother's friends, you know, that were helping here or there or whatever, but it just never really seemed like a good fit. Mm 
Mm. And so I talked to his mom on the phone. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Now I learned to speak Africa real fast. Whoa, UK, <laughs> shout out UK. Shout out so, so when you we on the phone with UK, what what's what show what's how you you like I, it was it was kinda hard to understand her because Miss UK has a a heavy, 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 heavy accent. Yeah. It's heavy. very heavy. But while it was hard for me to understand her, what I heard in that was her compassion. And oh my God, I would be ever so grateful if my son could stay there. Right. I, I She was all trying to offer money and all, I was like, hey, we're okay, you know, whatever. But I mean, and she did. She, mm -hmm. she would send us money every month just to make sure that um okay i'll keep going you keep going so, um just to make sure that he had the things that he needed but easy easy stayed with us and he slept in the room with peyton yeah. and we had we i don't know what we had four bedrooms in the house Heck yeah, it's, and it's a same area. I don't want to okay. disclose anything. Sure. But we okay. Were, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Old, we were at our old house. At okay. That time. Okay. And so one day, Easy came home from school. It yeah. Just, we just made him feel comfortable, and he came home one day, and I opened up a bedroom, and I said, "Hey, here's your room. Here's your new room." Yeah. And um, Easy's been with us ever since. I'm, I'm the only trouble I ever had from Easy. Yeah. You know, I told Peyton. Peyton's super spoiled. <laughs> Shout out to Peyton. He was super spoiled, but we raised him that way. He was our yeah. only child. Right, right, right. And I just told Peyton, okay, this is what we're going to do. You're going to split your Christmas gifts with him. Okay, Mom. Okay. Yes. Everything was a yes. Everything was a yes. Why? Because Peyton wanted a brother. Mm. And I always wanted two children. Wow. So, blessed that I was able to get my second kid. And um, he just fit right on into our family dynamic without a problem. Um, we had a lot of fun, too. Yeah. We went to four proms. Oh yeah, we, we were, two proms a piece. We weren't really supposed to go to the second one, but mm. but we but we made it. Yeah, yeah. they <laughs> were on punishment. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> can, can you can you can you tell the story when you took the phone and UK was trying yeah. to? Oh my God! Yeah, they had both gotten into trouble at school, and so my thing, my thought process is, you know what? If one gets in trouble, y'all are both in trouble because I already know if I punish one and take his phone, he's gonna use your phone. Yeah. So give me both phones. So I, I put them both on punishment. I take both of their cell phones. So I have the phones with me at all times. So that way they can't yeah. go rummaging through the house looking for the phones and getting on them. UK, <laughs> your mom, mom, yeah. she calls me, Miss Sonia, I cannot raise Matthew. I have called his phone. <laughs> Matthew. I have called Matthew. <laughs> I have called Peyton. Peyton! <laughs> I have called Peyton phone. I have called Matthew. I can't raise nobody. It's been three days. Oh, Miss UK, they're fine. I have their phones. Oh. I said, yes, I have their phones. They are on punishment. Did you want to talk to Matthew? Because they can't go nowhere either. Okay. He get on the phone. He said, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You and I could hear her. And you better not be over there. You better not. She was giving him the business. Oh, my God. But let me tell you something. This boy, this kid, this man, this now man, to have been entrusted to stay in that house, get up and go to school every day. Uh -huh. He never missed school. Uh -huh. He went home every day from school and went inside that house and stayed in that house with no trouble. He never got in any trouble. And I, and I know that this is true, even yeah. though he stayed by himself for three the, months. The one person I have to shout out 
um, yeah. thanks to that. Andre Mitchell came over every weekend. If Andre, every, and Andre my boy Andre, Andre, he came over every, every weekend. weekend. Every yeah. weekend. And then after Easy moved in with us, then Andre okay. was with us <laughs> every, every weekend, weekend every too. Weekend. Yeah. Every weekend. But he never got in any trouble. I, I, uh, you know, I just want to chime in. Like, I know, too, that, you know, it was kind of a tough time for me yeah. a little bit. But I think they made everything better. Because at that point, you know, we, I went through some family issues. Yeah. You know, I just think living there, they, they, they taught me so much. You know, it's just the little things that that happen, that that make it, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I know my mom, before she talked to me, she's like, these people could teach you something I probably really, really can't teach you. But I always tell my mom, without her foundation, I can't, go, I, I, I wouldn't be in that position. I said, mom, you, you did you, you did the work. They just finished it off for you while you were just gone. But like I just yeah. said, if you didn't raise me the correct way and raise me the right way, trust me, I would have never been there. And I said, knowing that I have two older brothers and sisters who also set the foundation, you know, like being a part of a family, that, that's that's probably the easiest part, easiest part. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know yeah. my, me, me and Peyton, we get into it all the time, but like, there is no dude that I respect more than him because I said, I know what he done for me. Like, that's why I said, my brother, sometimes he's known as misunderstood. My brother Peyton will always be known as misunderstood. But I said, that's the most caring individual off top. So that's kind of leads into one of my questions, man. Yeah. Just kind of just talk about your firstborn, your son Peyton, because I said, I know what he's done for me, yeah. and I know what he's done for a plethora of others, yeah. but I just know that I see a part of you, a part of you in him all the time. So just talk about how his strength makes you keep going day in and day out. If I tell you it is that child's strength, oh, you're going to make me cry. Yeah, I know. But, um. <laughs> It'd be the first. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> cry yet. No, I mean, I'm serious. Mm -hmm. This kid, um, from, from the moment he was born, you know how they always say um, there's always something every human being will experience um, in life and that experience will forever make them smile or make them happy and can make them mad even when they don't want to be any of those things. Right, right. right. Um, seeing all of y'all really now and, you know, at y'all's ages and seeing what y'all are doing, um, honestly, when I look back on, you know, even Peyton's childhood or, and even, you know, y'all's upbringing, um, y'all, y'all are ready for this. Y'all, yeah. y'all got some good stuff that, that good stock that was poured into you. But I would say before, before you go, as much as that we were made for this, I, I tell people a lot that you're responsible for a lot of these kids being successful and they don't even know because a lot of people came through that 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 turtle quick that 2143 yeah. and not just sometimes they don't even come to see me and Peyton they, they just came to see her to talk <laughs> because, I, because I tell everybody right as of right now she is the most understanding individual that I know the most understanding individual and that's the only reason why I said I have to support her because I said she because she, she was able to deal with me and the thing is she reads me so well yeah. she knows when I'm pissed and she knows when I'm hungry that's all I can say. She knows, yeah. like, hey, man, go get that man some food. Like, go like, get him yeah, but, but the thing about it is, but but she's yeah. like, but she's that same person with everybody. So yeah. like, so that constant has been the same since March of '09. Yeah. Like, so so that's the only thing that like I have to give her her flowers because at the end of the day, I know that I'm not the man that I am without you, and I know my brother is not the man that he has without them. But the thing is, you've done it for a lot of people. My boy D, my boy Jono. Kill, Josh, Jay Helm, DJs in the background, a plethora, a plethora of our friends that are girls. 
we 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 know what you stand for and we know what what you're about like I, I tell people when I define you it's just more like you're cut from a different cloth yeah. and, and, and you know that's the thing that I take I, I take for, I try to take from you and emulate from you is just you know mm -hmm. I, I can pick your brain about anything and you know the one thing that I would say Akil mm -hmm. that people don't even know that and, I, and she doesn't really mention this mom didn't get it get that college education but 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 the thing is she, everything that she's done has just been self-made yeah. so so it's impressive that she's rolling up there going against the grain going against the big dogs especially as an african-american woman yeah. that's why like this interview is so special because i've seen the growth i've yeah. seen it since 2009 yeah. so for her to take the next step but the thing about it is as much as she took the next step I'm just happy to know that you're doing this for you because yeah. for the past, for Peyton, it's been 28, well, man, 28, 29 years, but you know what? I'm going to just round it up. It, it might as well be 29 years for me too. You've always put the others before you. Yeah. So, so, so this is why like we, me and the kid, we had to do this because we knew how you open your doors to other people. We know how you help friends out. Like you, you just told the story with a kid with, the Kroger in the car, like, yeah, I would have got you. And I, yeah. but, but the thing is, I, I just didn't notice it, and I, mm -hmm. I wish I had noticed it because yeah, yeah. it would have, no doubt, it would have been done. Mm -hmm. and, right. and I'm just done with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. That right there mm -hmm. is what Peyton has given to me. Right. Peyton just, he has that way about him. He knows so many people. He, he just has that reach. Oh yeah. And touch, and when they come here to our home he, he he just lets them know hey this is what it is but the one thing about him um that i that i that i love so much about my son is that um no matter what we can talk about it and when it, when like you say he gets in his miss miss misunderstood mr misunderstood yeah. mood i i give him his space mm -hmm. and but at the same time he knows that i'm right here and, and sometimes he's gonna challenge me, and at the same time, he's gonna make me be my best. He's not gonna let me give up. You know, it's so funny, people get on social media and they post these things about Happy Son's Day and this and that. And I went through my phone, and I was looking for a picture of, of me with them, or both of us or whatever, so I could post for Happy Son's Day. Well, after I got going, it was so funny because easy, had texted me that morning and was talking to me about this, about us doing the podcast and what we needed to do. And he ended it with something that was so encouraging and it was so uplifting. And then Peyton had texted and we were going backwards and forwards about something about the campaign. And then both of them ended it with something uplifting and great, but it was encouraging because it was, it was a rough day on that day. And I said, yeah. oh, this is my post. This yeah. is who's riding with me. So, my son, who Peyton, I thank you, son, for riding with me to this day. Yeah. If I tell y'all he has even stepped up big time for this campaign, yeah. he has put a lot of money into this man, effort. Man, man, he tell, listen, I tell people right now, and DJ can attest to it, I was not trying to go to Mexico, really. But that boy <laughs> oh, Peyton no, said... going to make sure that you are <laughs> celebrating. Yeah, boy, you are I was not trying to go, but that boy Peyton said, you've been talking about, about this for a year. There's only a few people that I can really, that can really get in my ear. 
you know, he's one of them. Yeah, he's one of them. You know, yeah. actually, actually, a plethora, of, actually, all these Everybody. people. Everybody. <laughs> in, in yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I already know what it is. Yeah, but I think when it comes to politics, people running for office, any position, city council at large, judge, mayor, president, a lot of people that vote, a lot of people don't look at the political side. They, uh, to an extent, they want to know the, the person, like we talked about earlier, get to know the person. So I think the family portion is so important for people to understand because they looking at, you know, you being a mom, a wife, you having kids, and you bringing him into the equation in 2009. I think that's the important part that people need to understand and be like, wow, like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, our family, I'm sorry. No, 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 but you, you can go ahead. I, 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 You'll I can, remember? Yeah. The funny part about you saying the family life and then me bringing him into mm -hmm. it, um, our family dynamic is, is so cool. It's, it's beyond belief. Um, Easy did come into our life. Mm -hmm. And I got to give a big shout out to my husband, Anthony Marshall, yeah. because that dude, that's that's Peyton's dad also, but it's not Peyton's biological dad. That's right. Peyton's uh, dad as well, stepdad. And his thought process was, <laughs> I would be the one fussing in the house. Oh my God, we just bought $400 worth of groceries and all these kids, they've eaten up everything in one day. And he would always be like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's all right. I want, it's okay. They can eat it up. I'm going to go buy more because I know where they are. They're here. They're, they're, hmm. they're either out on out on the driveway playing basketball or they're here playing video games or whatever, but they are here. And I'm eternally grateful to him for that. Yeah. There's another side to our family, um, which would be Peyton's biological dad, right. Ron Simon, Simon. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and his beautiful wife, Teresa Simon. Yes. Right. We are friends and we have deep love for, for one another mm. as so my two boys, they ended up with um, two, two moms, two dads. And we ride hard for our kids. Yeah. Hard for them. You can't call me to this school and tell me my son did nothing. That's fine. I tell you what, tell me what, because I don't want to sit in here with these principals and teachers for too long talking, because when you sit in there and talk to them too long, you give up too much information. Right, right. Tell me what they did. Okay, that's what they did. What is their punishment? All right, he got to go home for three days, two days, one day. What, what is it? Okay, not a problem. Come on, his son, because you ain't had no business doing that anyway. Get in this car. Then we get in the car. It's going to be a slow, silent ride. <laughs> then when we get home, I'm a, I'm, I'm a piner. I'm going to plot it out. Give me all your clothes, all your shoes, everything in the bag. The Levi's, the polos. The Levi's, the polos, the Nikes, the Jordans, everything. Jays, it's all over with. Here come Daddy Anthony. Do you see what those kids are going to school in? I left them with one shirt, one pants, one shoes. That's all. Do what you're supposed to do. Just go to school. Get decent grades. Yeah. I already knew their weaknesses. Yeah. I, I knew this one wasn't going to bring in straight A's and B's. I, I, understood, no. I understood that. So you bring home 71. That was, that was like a 90. Let me tell you something. We were celebrating. <laughs> but... but Classes that I knew he could do well in, yeah. I expected better. Now yeah. I knew Peyton had Peyton struggled in math, yeah, so yeah. I ate seventy-one. Oh Lord Jesus! I'm the same way. Math and science, 
I can give a, all of I, yeah. I don't understand, you know, English history, right. you know, stuff that all you got to do is read and understand. But then we had to also learn easy, easy read backwards or to, he, yeah, he dyslexic. dyslexic. So we, we had to understand that what Peyton needed wasn't what Matthew needed. Yeah. And that's just parenting. Right, right. You love them the same, but you got to give them what they need. Yeah. And the important of parenting, because I'm, I'm not trying to make this of myself, but like I'm in a situation where I have a son, and then his mom has a husband, and they have kids themselves. Okay. And there's always, people always ask me, like, how, how's you and, you know, the dad, well, stepdad, and all that? We're fine. Yeah. How's you and the mom? We're co parenting. We're great. We have to learn. We're 21 years old. We had my son. You know, so it takes growth and it takes a village. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if you ever thought about it, Eva. Like, you ever thought about what if Miss Sonya said no or Mr. Anthony said no? You ever thought about that? Um, I, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't think about it. Yeah. But I, I, I would say this. I know I have the utmost respect. And I said, knowing you came that heavy hand, I was raised the right way. Uh -huh. So, like... But the thing about it is, this is really, really the funny part about it is, I didn't even know that question was asked. Peyton just one day just told me, oh, yeah, you live here now. I'm like, what are you talking about? I got to go home. Like, no, my mom already talked to your mom. Nobody told me I was staying there. They like, I knew I kept sleeping over. But nobody, I was told by Peyton. Because he was like, yeah, 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 bro, you don't stay. Yeah, yeah, you stay with So me. he hit you with the, look at me, I'm the captain now. No, 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 he's just like, you stay with us now. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, you know, so, you know. That was it, you know. Yeah. I think mom asked me one day, what do you need, son? I said, bread, meat, and cheese, and we good. And it's still the same thing to it's this still day. The same <laughs> thing. I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, bread, meat, and cheese, we good. But that leads to my question. I, I just really want to know, because I really, really never knew. Mm -hmm. But I was an unknown commodity. Mm -hmm. Why did you take that chance? I already sized you up. I knew what it was. I already knew what this was. You you weren't you weren't a bad kid easy. You were easy to get along with. Um and and no matter what, most importantly, if I had to go away to go to work or if I died or something happened to me and Peyton was left alone, I would have wanted someone to do what I did for Peyton. Okay. Yeah. That fair? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I I, I do wanna ask this too, cause I, I think you touched on it earlier we were talking about you running for city council at large wife successful you know you got the kids you got your dog running around you got your you got your beautiful and light skin right 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 you got you got everything you need you can kick up kick your feet up watch tv you know just do whatever you just wait for the grandkids i am waiting on grandkids right but <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is this though why go through the, the the stress of running for city council why that's what that's what i want to know is why you promised me that you would not hit me with any of those i had to ask this question i had to ask that question because what's the, i know you said the job with easy and pain but like you got it you got everything you got everything that you that you asked for you wanted you was young and successful but before she answers I said, knowing this woman and knowing what she's done, the one thing that I said I know what mom is, and the one thing that I appreciate about her is the leadership is her ability to adapt. Mm -hmm. So I really just think I know mom. It's always the 
move forward mentality, like Always. she said. Always. And I just feel like the one thing that she will never let, she'll always hold accountable for her family, yeah. and especially me and Peyton, and my dad upstairs is, um, we can't get complacent. Right. And I think, I, so, so, so that's yeah. what I would say. I like and that. You, and I you like ain't got to. Got to. I'm just asking, I'm asking I, from I, that I, side. I like, I like that. I don't have a problem with that. And, and easy is spot on. I am always, what's next? I thought I was going to retire at age 55 because that was what my goal was then. But oftentimes our goals are just that, they're goals. They're either meant to be stretched mm -hmm. or they're meant to be pushed forward just yeah. a little bit because we we now have little sprinkles of things that have come in and they're, they're, those little sprinkles of things are called blessings yeah. and um it it allows us to expand and to grow more and so our vision sometimes just changes a little bit and so I'm, i now clearly see that i'm not going to retire at the age of 55 and i thank all of the companies out there that are writing to me, sending me letters in the mail, sending me emails, constantly wanting to buy my business. Mm -hmm. But it, that, that vision has now changed. Yeah. And um, honestly, I thank God right now that I've had enough growth to where I can have staff and I'm blessed enough to still be able to afford them. I'm blessed enough to, to have even kept my doors open even through COVID, yeah. that in itself. And so when this opportunity came, you know, I, I thought about it for a while because, you know, I didn't, I wasn't, I knew I wanted to run, but I was like, I, I thought my path to running was going to be different. Yeah. What I am, I knew I was going to do city council, but what I thought my path was going to be was for a totally different seat. Right. Right. But no it said no you're gonna do it but you're not gonna do it in that seat you're gonna do it here right so that's it period what 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 fuels you to like get this city up and running and, and, and up and better because at the end of the day like I'm they're gonna highlight yes sir oh, yes. here we go <laughs> the no 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 get your get your tail off wait 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 oh yeah no sit on my left sit on my left because Yes, sir. Everybody, me, bully. He's in. It's Come okay. on, right here. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, go outside. All right, bully. Sorry, everybody on the podcast. Oh, Y'all probably seen it. I'll do the edit and zoom down. Y'all can see it for that two seconds. He'll come back. But, but, but like I said, what, what, what fuels you? Because, like you said, you've been a resident of Missouri City for what, 23 years now? Or 28. 28 years now. So, what just what, what fuels you and drives you to make sure to get this city? back where it needs to be. Why not? Mm -hmm. hey, there Why it is. There it is. Why not? I, I have never been a person to sit back and complain and point fingers and sit and say, why this? Where's this? Why is that not happening? Why? why? You know, that's just a bunch of whining. Yeah. Get up and do something about it. If the, if the things that are painting people and you clearly see that there is a need, and you want to chip in and volunteer and give up your time because I promise y'all being on city council, it don't pay no money. It, it really doesn't. You have to be passionate and you have to be compassionate about what you're going to do. I see things right now in my city and I'm like, that don't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, you know, and I, if, if I'm looking at it and I'm sitting here just saying, you know what, that doesn't make sense to me. Let me go get myself in a seat 
where I can make change, where I can be part of the solution. And if I see a problem, I need to be able to work with a group of people in order to get those problems resolved. That's just the bottom line. That's who I am. I'm just action oriented like that. Do you feel any like, do you feel any, any pressure and hurdles from a African-American women's standpoint, knowing that, you know, like you said, it's, it, it, it's, this city has been ran by me. This city has been the decision making and the thought process has been led by men in this city. Men in this city. So, so you knowing your background and your qualification and your confidence, like, like, do you feel the hurdles to kind of get to, to get this thing done as an African-American woman? I like that question because here's the deal with that question. Missouri City is majority African-American. We, we are the majority here in the city of Missouri City. Um, and the pressure that I'm feeling more so is, is probably just give me a shot. I'm going to do a good job. No matter if you are white, no matter if you are black, uh, Chinese, Vietnamese, uh, Indian, we're all one race. We're all one race. I don't see color. Yeah. I, I just don't. I, I don't. I'm about get the job done. Let's work hard together. Let's get the job done. I'm, I'm not not worried about my race because I'm, I'm not even going to make that a factor. Why bother? Clearly, I'm a woman. Clearly, right. I'm black. <laughs> exactly. It is what it is. Exactly. Can and she do the job and can she do it now? Those are the only two questions that need to be. Exactly. And I'm, I'm glad I'm glad this special, this other special guest we have showed up. Because I always tell, I always want to have a dog in front of the camera doing an episode. So after like 150 plus episodes I have done, I'm glad we got a dog in front. No, you son of sorry. He likes the pretty no. girl behind the camera better. Okay. Well. Oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. No, he loved me. Hold on. Let me pull that around. You sure? Well, you should have picked a, a better, a well, more well behaved dog. Come here. But if I always want this type of dog, though. You do? Oh, fresh bulldog. I, that's enough. That's enough. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I thought he was a chill dog, but I guess no, not. No. This is, he's still kind of puppy. So. <laughs> She's trying to get him to go over there. Right. Up, up. He's gone. Well, all right, good. So you can stay, can stay right there. Okay. Um, but I want to touch on not so much of the political side. Perfect. We're, we're done with that. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> but more so of, like, the importance of, like, family. Oh, my God. My like, family is the number one thing to me. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's period. You know, I'm blessed to still have my parents. Shout out to my mom. Yeah. My pop. <laughs> wow. Still got I mom still and pop. Have my, I still have my parents, and I'm ever so grateful. I have my two sisters. My baby sister, Sam. Um, super shout out to her. She is my shero. I promise y'all that. She She's just battled uh, breast cancer, mm. and um, she kicked its ass. So, yeah. Yeah, so she's a survivor, and um, I mean, and that knocked the wind out of me. That that did. It knocked the wind out of me to find out, you know, that my baby sister had cancer. 
my middle sister Shara and her shout out to Nene and her husband and my little nephew Dean um I remember when Shara was nine years old and Shara had a brain tumor Mm. and um you know we were little kids and you know I was in um junior high school middle school that's what they called it middle school and she was in elementary Mm. and she survived that and I'm, I'm eternally grateful to have my, my family. That's yeah. Important. That is, that's very important. I only have one memory. What's the I, memory? I, you already know what It I'm better going not be of me on no mechanical bull. No. Okay, thank no, you. No, no. Are you talking about the Beyonce concert? That's the only, that's the, so that's the one memory I want, because we, we, we about to wrap up. And I want to, I want to bring up that, that memory. I just want to throw that out, because that's the time I was still Ubering. And I was in college, and I think either you or Peyton told me, "Hey, they want to go to the Beyonce concert. Can you can you can you drive?" All right, cool. I'm you know I'm, I'm good. I did it. So then when I saw the vehicle though, that was my first time driving like a big body truck like that. Really? I ain't too. I was nervous as hell because. Because I'm like, I never judged before. I got Miss Sia in the car with her. It was your sisters, right? And I'm like, man, I don't want to, you know, it's traffic time. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, I was a little nervous. But I think took y'all to the restaurant and then went to the concert. But I was like, man, I was so nervous. I'm like, man, please do not mess up this truck. Don't do anything. It was a big one. Man, I was like. I got the biggest one they had. I wanted us to have. Hey, you, let me tell you. When we got in that truck, he had the Beyonce playing. He had the music bumping. I did. He pulled off and handled it like a G. I did. I, That's not, I thank you for that. Yes, I forgot about that yeah. memory. Yeah, that was twenty, like twenty sixteen. I think so. Cause that's yes. when Lemonade came out. Yes. That's when Lemonade. Yo, yeah, so. Album. I think I'll be at the. I think I, I think I'm gonna be at the concert when she has the tour. This, I think I'm going to be at the concert. You know, I, I want to go too. Okay. I think I'm going to be there. I ain't gonna lie because some of them songs that got me to my five or six miles a day. So. Yeah, I think I want to. I, I want to go because I don't listen to track for track Beyonce albums, but I haven't seen Michael Jackson. I haven't seen Pac. I never seen Biggie. I never seen Metallica. I never seen some of the best artists of all time. Run DMC. So I, even though I don't listen to Beyonce like that, no, it's but I have to. Exactly. Yeah, I have and to. And I tell people all the time. I, that's funny you say because we didn't get into anything personal about me, but I know we're gonna wrap here real soon. No, no, no. But I'm gonna tell y'all this. I love live music. Love. Live oh yeah. Music. yeah. Any kind. I don't. I don't care what it is. Rap, country, um, rock. If it's live, yeah. I love it. Beyonce's a Beyonce concert is a freaking experience. Yeah, it's worth it's worth every dime. Yeah, I'm, definitely go. Hey, I'm going to see MJP tomorrow. So. Amazing, yeah, amazing live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she gonna be in town? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, shout out to the old people that's gonna be. <laughs> I just know I want to go. I want to go to Beyonce concert. But maybe by that time I might be in a relationship dating. Who knows? But if I'm not, it's okay because I know it can be. With their dates. Yeah, but not not ain't gonna be no guy by themselves. Hey fellas, I go to Beyonce concert. Oh yeah, But we went and saw her a second time. 
and and it was her and Jay Z. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was hot, and so it was it was dudes up and yeah. down. But you could tell, like when he was up rocking the mic, you know, then the dudes was tight, and then when she would get up, you know, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, this is this is a fun episode. Oh, we're not done. But, but before she wraps up, right, right, right. I want you to look into that camera and give your pitch. Give ah! your give your pitch because. This, this might be your real hair. This might be my real hair. Okay. Hey, listen up, Missouri City. This is Sonia Brown Marshall. You can read more about me at SoniaBrownMarshall.com. I am running for city council at large, position one. I am also number one on the ballot for the city of Missouri City Council race. But guess what? My race is almost at the bottom of that ballot. So I'm going to tell y'all right now. Get out and vote. If you have not registered to vote, it is not too late. If you need an absentee ballot, it is not too late. Again, go to SonyBrownMarshall.com. Find out more about me. If you want to meet me, I would love, love, love to come out and uh, introduce myself to you, meet you. I think that's important and that's critical. And easy has a question. Stop on my seat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell them about your event on the 8th. That's why. That's it right there. Listen here. Bikers vote too. Yes, they do. We are going to have the first ever privately held Sonny for the City bike rally and ride on October the 8th. Shout out to Audio Hogs. God, we said shout out so many times tonight. But anyway, Audio Hogs. That's where the event is going to be held. It's over on Pike Road. We're going to um, start our celebration at 1 p.m. October the 8th. Uh, the event is going to be from 1 to 4. We're going to do giveaways every 30 minutes. We have some awesome awesome auction items as well. I got 40-yard line tickets uh, to see the Houston Texans. Uh, and I think they play a rivalry on October the 30th. Um, I got a bad, you know what, motorcycle helmet too that's going to be up on the auction block. Hey, it's free for everyone to attend. The only thing, it is a campaign fundraiser, so we do want the bikes, slingshots, spiders. We want everybody to register and pay that small fee, which will be a campaign contribution to the Sonny Brown Marshall campaign. Thank y'all so much. Hey, guys, thank y'all. The easy corner. The real deal. With yes, a deal. Thank y'all. I appreciate you. It's been our, it's been our honor. It's blessed. Thank you, and we know, we, and don't forget about early voting October 24th, and also November 8th is, is, is election day. It's election day, yeah. so. Early voting, October 24th through November 4th. Be the first at the polls. Me and my family will be the first ones there. That's all I want for my birthday. My birthday is October 23. Mm. Early voting is October 24th. Go Man. to the polls. Yes, and that was a great episode. Real do with a kill. Easy corner. Miss I appreciate you. Great episode. We are out.